All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, if you are looking for a New Year's date, if you're looking to travel to a club for New Year's, there are so many different events that are being posted right now at Cassidy.com. And that's in addition to you being able to connect one-on-one, two-on-two, one-on-two with very sexy people from across the United States and Canada if you're there and several other countries as well, but especially huge here on the West Coast. If, If you're in California, Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, and you're not on Cassidy, you are missing out. And our listeners can try it free for 30 days when you head to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of our homepage. You are immediately going to get signed up for a 30 day free trial. So, again, frontporchswingers.com, click on the Cassidy banner to try it out free for 30 days. You're going to love it. So, I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe what's happened in the last week. I feel like it's been 10 years since we last recorded an episode because yeah, it does. the last week has been hectic and there's been so many different things that have happened, some incredibly positive, some not so positive. So we're going to talk about both today a little bit anyway. We're going to touch on them if nothing else. Well, what's interesting I think here and we're finding this out. We're we're, you know, we're starting to get a little bit of a kind of a foothold as to what's going on here in Vegas. Which it's, is not easy because it's a very different yeah. scene than we've ever experienced before. It's always in, it's also always in flux. What's interesting is this is a place where you can have nothing planned. And then all of a sudden, you're just bombarded for the next four days with shit to do. Yeah. And that, it just happens that quickly, which is essentially what happened to us. Yeah. And we had some plans. And then all of a sudden, other plans got in the mix. And before you know it, you've got five days worth of shit that you're doing. And the truth of the matter is we don't want to not do certain things, especially now because we're trying to get a lay of the land and meet people and really immerse ourselves in the, in the space here, which is very unique and utterly fascinating. It is. Yeah. You're, it, to me, it's like you never know what's going to happen. It it truly is the city of possibilities. Well, we know that's true. <laughs> some good and some bad. So let's talk about some of the not so positive things that happened first. Get that out of the way. I think some of them have some very good learning lessons or at least showed me some things about myself this week. Yes, for sure. So Monday, I had a date scheduled with a guy and you actually had a play date scheduled. I did. So I was going to go out and meet this guy. It was just going to be a vanilla meeting with the potential of us playing down the road. Maybe that evening after your play date, but it was more so just for us to get a feel for each other. Right. And I was excited for that because it was really my first opportunity to sit down just one-on-one with someone since we got here. Yeah. And this was something that you did on your own. You met this guy. Yeah. You were the one communicating with Yeah. You with keep him. throwing this in my I face. I want to get that out there because I'm two for two for you. I'm just saying. Yeah. Brian's apparently a much better vetter than I am. But yep. anyway, so I communicated with this guy. Leading up to it, he seemed so excited to meet me. He sent me a live photo of him on Kick. So I actually knew that he was who he was. It yeah. Was... That seems to be a new thing. I'm asked to do the same now regularly. Yeah. He wasn't catfishing me. I was very confident in that. And we had great banter. Even the morning of, he was like, I'm really excited to meet you today. I can't wait to buy you a drink, blah, 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 blah. I was really attracted to him. I go and I sit at this place. At this, uh, There's a big casino near us that has multiple restaurants and bars inside of it. And I went and sat at one of them and saved him a seat. And I texted to let him know I was there. Heard nothing. So we're supposed to meet, at, I think, at 7 or maybe it was Pretty 6.30. Early, yeah. And so... It, I think it was 630 because by the time about 650 rolled around, I was like, I'm getting fucking stood up. So I texted him one more time and was like, if you are not here in the next 10 minutes, please consider never reaching out to me again ever. And he never showed up, never sent another message. So I got stood up for the first time in a really long time. And I think 
two years ago, maybe even a year ago, if something like that had happened, I would have had a fucking meltdown. Well, you would have had a fit. You'd have been pissed for days. You would have just been like, I'm not fucking with these guys anymore. You deal with it. You know, that kind of thing. You just would have taken it much more to heart than you are now at this point. And I would have had my feelings hurt. I oh, think absolutely. that's the biggest thing. I would have really been hurt by it. Yeah, you would have taken it personally. Yeah. I didn't think of it like that at all. And I don't know if that says more about kind of my evolution in all of this and my growth from this, or if it's simply because I knew that I had a lot of other options and opportunities. But either way, I was just like, whatever, I'm just going to have a margarita by myself, chatted up this nice couple next to me for a few minutes. I mean, I had a great solo date all by myself. I was really, truly not bothered by this whole thing. Now, I will say what I did do is I went back and looked through the messages and I tried to find the red flags because I'm all about the learning and about seeing how I can do better in the future. And from reading the messages, I truly think this is something I can't take responsibility for. There were no red flags. No, this was on him. This was a situation where he was obviously either not what he claimed to be in some capacity, got cold feet. Listen, we know this. We've talked to a lot of couples who are in the hot wife space that deal with the same thing. A lot of these single guys talk a lot of shit. They talk a big game, but when it's time to pull the trigger, they simply cannot do it for whatever reason. And then they just seem to be incapable of owning up to it and they just ghost. It's, it's really, it's unfortunate and it's immature. And the truth of the matter is it's guys that do that kind of shit that fuck it up for guys who are really solid in this space. So I did meet another guy that evening who had the exact same name, which was very strange. Yeah, you told me that. I'm like, how the fuck is that possible? Yeah, what a coincidence that was. And I mean, we had a great first meeting. I would say there was a very friendly connection there. I'm not sure if I necessarily want him to fuck my brains out, but... Yeah, I mean, I made a friend, so that's a win, I guess. Um, Then later in the week, I once again found a guy and I was excited about him because he seemed to have a really good personality and definitely a little bit more my type physically, what I'm looking for right now, I guess I would say. And he came and met you and I for a martini and... You know, you walked away and he and I were communicating. Well, let's not, let's not gloss over the fact that he was about an hour late. He was. Now, he continued to keep in touch with you to let you know that he was running behind for various reasons. But, you know, by the time he showed up, it's like 1030. It was late. You know, and I'm like, this fucking guy should have been here an hour ago. I'm already somewhat irritated. And I didn't have a whole lot of conversation at that point because I was just over it. So when he did show up and I made sure he was who he told you he was, I got up Walked away, you know, made a phone call, walked around the casino and left you guys alone for a bit. Yeah. So anyway, our communication was great. I mean, he's being very flirtatious with me. He's kind of rubbing on my leg. And I think I was also really just worked up that evening, which is has become a theme. I need to not be so fucking horned up that I don't see some of the red flags. Oh, yeah. You listen, you have been horny mode for weeks now. Yeah. And when that happens, it's just like sex, sex, sex. I become one of those fucking guys who is willing to throw caution to the wind to some degree in order to have sex. I can't fucking do that. Well, especially after you've had an exceptional experience. Yeah. Because it's just that craving for more. Exactly. So anyway, I decide that he and I are going to test the waters. He and I come back to the apartment together and it got weird very quickly. First of all, he started kissing me. The kissing was bad, yeah, which you guys know, I always say if you're a bad kisser, you're probably not going to be very good in bed because to me, kissing requires you to read cues and to be able to give and take kind of at the same time and be mindful of how it feels for the other person. And if you're not able to do that, I just assume you're going to be shit in the sack. Okay. It just is what it is. But I went forward with it anyway, because I'm an idiot. So he lays me down and starts going down on me some of the worst head i have ever received yeah you told me that i was like wow that's really something because even on a bad day bad oral isn't terrible but apparently Uh, it is that's not true yeah that is and i I rethought that and i said well i've had some pretty bad fucking head in the past too so that's probably not entirely true have you ever had teeth on your dick Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was basically what was happening. Broken glass in their mouths. He was gnawing on my pussy lips at one point and not in a hot way. And I was like, what the fuck? So I was trying to be very constructive and positive and keep this thing moving in the right direction. You know, I was like, you're you're missing a little bit. If you go up here, he was not listening to me at all. I was like, what the fuck? Okay. so then he gives me this horrible oral and I don't want to go forward with it. I know I'm not going to fuck this guy at this point, but I'm like, I'll suck his cock. So I flip him over. He's now 
sit laying on his back and I start sucking his cock and he has the nerve to start dictating how I'm sucking his cock and tells me I'm not doing a good job. Wow. I'm like, so finally I'm like, well, tell me what you like then. I am open to it. If you tell me what you like, he can't. He just has a bruised ego and didn't like the fact that I didn't like his head. Right. So I literally stopped and I was like, yeah, I, this isn't going to work for me. Like, I, it's just not. We're done here. Yeah. And he was so confused. But once again, growth, because I think in the past I would have gone through with it at yeah, that point probably. because it would have been so far in. We were both naked. You know, you had already invested all this time because we'd gone and met him and now you were out doing your own thing. I just felt bad. Well, but the problem is when a situation like that, it does not benefit us. And it did, certainly it didn't because we don't, you and I are not going to reconnect over a shitty experience like that. So it, it doesn't make any sense. That's the bottom line. At the end of the day, if it doesn't result in positive effects for you and I personally as a couple, fucking waste of time. Yeah. So I was proud of myself. I used my words. I was very respectful. I said, I'm not necessarily feeling the vibe. I'm not sure that we have a great physical connection. So I would like to end the interaction here. And of course, he's like, flip over. I'm going to fuck you. And I was like, no, 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 you're not. You're actually not going to do that. But I was very forceful and powerful with my words. And he took no as no and got dressed and left. And I, yeah, I don't know. I think, like I said, I have to be much more careful and thoughtful about the interactions that I'm having because I'm so horned up and I want the sex to be good that I'm willing to kind of try to make it happen even when I know it's not really going to happen. Does well, that make sense? Yeah, but what happened was exactly what should have happened given the circumstances. There was there was no indication up until that point that there was any issue other than the fact that this guy was late. And of course, he was communicative and let us know he was running behind and this happened and that happened. And he showed up and, you know, it was okay. But other than that, there was no indication that there was going to be an issue. When the issue arose and became glaring to you, you're like, okay, fuck this. I'm, I'm pulling the ejection cord. I'm out of this. Yeah. And that's what you have to do. Like you said, in the past, maybe you wouldn't have because you would have thought to yourself, well, maybe there's something to be gleaned from this. Maybe it will benefit from it. There was nothing to be benefited from. Well, I think naturally women are people pleasers when it comes to sex, too. Pretty much every woman listening to this podcast has probably at some point gone through with sex that they weren't super excited to have sure. because we're kind of conditioned to do that. And that's fucking bullshit. And we shouldn't be like that. And I'm proud that I'm finding my voice now, my empowerment to not settle for the shitty sex. Yeah. Listen, there's no, well, there's no point in it, right? We absolutely know there's no point in it. If we didn't know it before arriving here, we damn sure do now, given a lot of the shit that's happened and some of the most amazing experiences we've had well, happen here in the past two weeks. Let's shift to that because we've also had some really positive experiences. Crazy. We're obviously not going to go into super great detail about some of them today, but let's kind of gloss over them since they happened in the last week. Well, look, we just did a bonus episode for our Patreons and our Telegram folks because we really do what what they think matters to us and, and they're all friends and it's important that we share these things with them because you know we talk openly with them so some of the things that we discussed on the bonus episode about our experience friday night we're not going to divulge on the show we will talk about it the experience itself but not all the details because frankly they're hard to wrap your head around and i'm still trying to figure it out yeah it uh, but, felt but, very surreal but with that said amazing experience probably up there with some of the most incredible experiences you and i have had for sure, the most memorable, I can say. Yeah, for a lot of reasons. Again, we're not going to unpack it here, but let's just say that we, you and I, as a couple, do not play together. Everybody that listens to the show knows that. We play predominantly separately. We went to our first, were invited to our first by party as a couple. Yes. And we went and had a fucking blast. Yes, and we both got out of our own fucking heads enough to thoroughly enjoy it. Embrace it. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was literally amazing. I can't. I really can't wait to tell that story. The truth, however, is as we mentioned on the bonus episode, it's very difficult to recount because so much was happening, so much touching, and I frankly have lost pieces of it. So I don't really remember all of it. I think between the two of us, we'll get a pretty good or give a pretty good uh, depiction of what happened. But there's definitely moments of that night that have gotten away from me. Yeah. I mean, basically, it ended up being a completely unexpected bisexual orgy yeah. in a completely unexpected and amazing environment. With 
unexpected and amazing circumstances. Yes. Yeah. It and was super hot people. Yeah. It's so fucking crazy. Yeah. It's just one of those things that you could listen, we could not have structured that that evening. No, not no in a million fucking years. Way. Not in a million years. Yeah. No. So very hot. Yeah. And then of course we're going to talk about one of them today, but I have arranged two hot wife dates for you since we've been here, and both of them have been fucking home runs for you and I. And very different. We'll talk about that as well, but the the interaction we're going to talk about today is not something that I am typically super into, but I can honestly say it was one of the hotter hot wife dates I have ever had. And yeah, I'm really excited to share the details on that. But I think just in general, we're really trying to step out of our comfort zone, and you have been setting up some things things for me where in the past I would have been like, ah, I, I want to be included on these things. I want to know what's going on. You're kind of surprising me with them and forcing me out of my comfort zone in a very fun, sexy way. Well, let me say this for anyone who is planning on traveling to Vegas and coming to town and having a good time and getting involved in some naughty shit. You absolutely must have plan B and in some cases C. Because nine times out of 10, plan A has fallen through the cracks. You've got to be prepared. And that's what I'm learning here more than anything. It's simply, like you said, not going to get butthurt over it. Not going to get pissed off that someone flakes or no-shows or whatever. You just got to have plan B. If you're going to be, if you're insistent on being naughty and having a good time because of, you know, whatever reason, you've got to have your shit together. You got to be, you got to prepare. You got to plan for it here because there's a lot of stuff to do. People's interests are quickly taken away and gone to something else. Yeah. You have to stay focused on what it is you're looking for. Don't think that because you made plans with somebody that that's just the end of it. It's the land of shiny objects. And often those shiny objects are pussies and cocks. Yeah. So. <laughs> if you've got any form of ADD, you're fucked here. Yeah. You know, you've got, yeah, you're not going to keep people's attention. So yeah, uh, that's the keys having plan B. And Friday, you and I had, I had plan B. I don't, you didn't know that because I wasn't sure what Friday was going to turn into, but as it turned out, it was fucking amazing. And plan B turned into last night's plan A and it was a fucking score. Yes. So we'll talk about all of that in greater detail later. I want to get to single guy tip of the week. Because... Oh, yeah, wait, wait, before you get to this, I have to, I have to caution everybody. Okay. Listen, folks, single guy tip of the week this week is so fucking cringeworthy it's going to be difficult to listen to. So and I'm I'm hardly bullshitting. I couldn't listen to this whole thing in its entirety when it happened because it's so fucking cringeworthy. So I'm also not going to read all of it. No. You, so you're going to read the message you received, but you can't read it all because frankly, I can't hear it again. And let me let me say this, okay? This is not an isolated incident. Now, nothing has ever been quite this egregious before. This is bizarre. This is next level bizarre. Yeah, I think often I get messages where people are trying to stand out. And in doing so, they say some very kind of outlandish things. They kind of try to make themselves a spectacle. I think that's especially true here in Vegas because of the kind of the theatrics of the city in yeah, general. Yeah, if you're going to one-up somebody, you're really going to have to step up here. Yeah, but I am not interested in that. I like people who are very genuine. You can tell that they're genuine. Right. They have very transparent intentions. And so to me, when you reach out with this message where it's like, you're just trying to grab my attention, I relate it to the guy who's out there in a pizza costume in front of the pizza restaurant, right? The pizza itself isn't good enough. The service isn't good enough to garner attention. So you have to have a guy out there with a big sign saying, come this way for pizza. And he's in a big pizza costume or something stupid like that. It's like a gimmick, right? That's, That's what, what it this is. feels like versus just putting yourself out there as your genuine self yeah only this is the creepiest fucking gimmick on the planet so i mean it's when you read we were driving i was driving you were in the passenger seat we're going somewhere and you're like i have to read this to you i couldn't listen to it anymore it got so fucking creepy it literally made my skin crawl you know this is the kind of thing that nightmares are made of so okay so i have to read it okay, okay. Don't once read again it i'm not going to read the entire thing but you'll get the sense of it pretty quickly it won't take long it says Kitty, kitty, wherefore art thou, Miss Kitty? How I miss your silky purr. A long time without you I have endured. Your rosy lips so pink and soft carry my soul to its highest loft. Miss Kitty, oh, Miss Kitty, let me lap your milk, or you may hug me till you get your fill. Treat you like a lady I will, yet you leave me waiting still. 
Come here, Miss Kitty. Let me stroke your fur so soft. I can't even read anymore. Listen, this goes on. That goes on. on for six paragraphs. Six paragraphs of him referring to me as a cat, making rhymes. I'm like, what the well, fuck it, is this? This is the thing I told you when you when you first read this nightmare to me, this horrific story, a, a poem, whatever the fu- sonnet, whatever the fuck it is. The way, the site that he sent this to you on, you can't copy and paste. So if he's sending this to multiple people, he's got to have he will have taken the time to have written this multiple times. Yeah, I thought about you saying that, but that's not necessarily true either because I feel like you could copy and paste it from like your note section on your phone. May, listen, uh, maybe. Either way, who the fuck cares? That's not the point. At it's some point, weird. he sat down and wrote this fucking thing. Yeah, <sighs> listen, once again, this is you trying to garner attention versus trying to develop a legitimate connection and show me who you are this is somebody who in my opinion is not 100% comfortable with themselves and therefore feels like they need a gimmick to get your interest and I am so not into that in fact it immediately turns me off even if it's not this creepy it turns me off well there's you know listen peacocking is one thing you want to stand out and you want to attempt to be impressive and a step ahead of the of the fray I get it you want to be the head of the pack there's a way to do that this is not that way. This is someone who, in my opinion, is looking for something very specific. He has a very specific kink, which is fine. The problem with that is he didn't articulate that to you and you did not post anything that would make him think that that's something you're into. You need to be very particular about to whom you send a message like that. If, if you're wanting to be taken seriously, if you're just wanting to be bizarre and for the freak factor do that okay i got it but if you're genuinely looking to connect with someone that is for a very niche group of people right i mean yeah, but even then you don't reach out like that you explain that's not initial no you explain no. what your kinks are you explain what your interests are you say something to along the lines of if we have similar interests i would love to discuss them with you further that's a genuine human way to connect with someone regarding a specific yes. kink you have i'll be honest if someone wants to treat me like a kitty for the night i am not opposed to that no 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 i it's, think it's kind of hot it's in but- delivery But yes, it's about how you reach out to me and about how you genuinely try to connect with me without it making it all about you. Well, but also that's your first interaction with somebody. If that is the first time we communicate, what is the second, third and fourth time going to be like? I I can't even wrap my head around it because I can't get past the first one. Well, that I think that's what you're missing, though, is that I think when you get beyond that first message, he's probably a very normal person, but he doesn't come across that way. And that's the problem. We're going to have to This isn't necessarily a bad guy. I bet you he's like a super normal, nice guy, but I'm never going to find out because I can't get past the gimmick. Yeah. I, again, you, you call it a gimmick. I don't think it's a gimmick. I think that this is someone who genuinely enjoys this particular type of communication and certainly this type of play, but is very confused as to his audience and how to achieve it. That's simply what this is. This is an inexperienced person who has urges that he just simply cannot get his hands around, I think. Is what this is. Well, that's unfortunate too, because like I said, I wouldn't be opposed to that if it was delivered. No, correctly. in a sexy way. It's, I mean, yeah, it sounds very hot, especially now. I'm thinking, you know, you got like that mink uh, glove that we've played with before, and you know, I, yeah, I can hear the purring already. So there's something happening. Right? That would be kind of hot. Yeah, there's something there, but I don't need the. But fucking I don't want to do it with this guy. That's the no, problem. If someone no. reached out and was like, "I kind of have a kitty fetish. I'd love to, yeah. you know, develop some level of trust with someone and then play that way. If you're if you're interested in that, let's." chat i would be like okay cool i have ideas yeah that's a conversation you have once you've determined that there's some chemistry and connectivity that's the other thing i'm kinky enough that i'll try most shit if it's presented to me in the right way yeah that just wasn't anyway single guy (laughs) tip of the week you want to be impressive you want to stand out this is exactly how you do not do that. Yeah, we have different opinions on this. To me, it's don't try the gimmicks. Just be genuine and and say who you truly yeah, it's are. Carnival be, barkers. Be the pizza restaurant that gets the amazing Yelp reviews and speaks for itself, not the one out front with the cardboard pizza cutout. You know, yeah. instructing people to come in and try their gross pizza. Yeah, listen, it's the carnival barker. You're just out there barking at people, trying to get attention. Just any attention, not good attention. Yeah. Sorry. So. That single guy tip of the week this week, one of the more bizarre, but I felt like I could not possibly not share that story. I'm just glad you didn't share the entire thing. Yeah, it got it got weirder. Let's just put it out there. Yeah. All right. So anyway, we have a very hot story to get to today. Something that is not brand new for me, but certainly not my norm. 
definitely stepped outside of my own comfort zone for this, let down some walls, and when I did so, it resulted in a fucking explosive evening. Well, also, it's something that, uh, it was a throwback, something that you and I have not done in a hot second. Yeah, so hear all about that shortly, but first we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at RexMD. Should Viagra really cost $90? I don't think so. That's entirely too expensive for those of us who like to play very often. That's why I've got to tell you about RexMD. RexMD.com has FDA-approved generic Viagra starting at just $2 per tablet and delivered discreetly to your door. Here's how it works. Just fill out a brief survey, and if appropriate, you can try a starter pack of generic Viagra. Starter packs are currently available to new customers. RexMD.com has helped over 100,000 men get generic Viagra from the comfort of their homes. There's no copay. There are no doctor office visits, and your shipping is always free. If you're looking for generic Viagra, RexMD has made the process fast, easy, and affordable. So don't wait another minute. RexMD is now offering starter packs of generic Viagra for new customers. Visit rexmd.com slash FPS right now to get started. That's rex, rexmd.com slash FPS. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Motor Bunny. You guys, we love the Motor Bunny. We think it's one of the absolute best sex toys you can have in your arsenal, by far the most versatile because it does so many different things. And as we come up on the holiday season, Motor Bunny is getting even better with their Black Friday discounts. Right now, you can get $100 off their most popular bundles, including the Motor Bunny Link. $100 off the Motor Bunny Starter Kits, very limited quantity, so make sure you guys hop on that. And $150 off Motor Bunny Buck Thrusting Machine. Shipping and out-of-stock issues are popping up in every industry, so if you're looking for the perfect gift for this holiday season, you need to get your order in ASAP. If you go to MotorBunny.com, you can get all of those Black Friday deals, and make sure you use our referral link in the show notes so you can get additional discounts as well. Again, can you imagine opening a Motor Bunny as your Christmas gift this holiday season? I can't. I think it would be so fucking cool, and if you really want to impress the loved one in your life, head on over to MotorBunny.com and take advantage of those Black Friday deals today. If you guys are a fan of our show, which I assume you are since you're listening right now, we have a podcast that we really think that you should tune into. It is quite the story and something that is really going to keep you on the edge of your seat. In the 90s, ads for phone sex lines could be seen everywhere, flickering on late night cable channels and printed on the back of magazines. Phone sex operators worked around the clock to fulfill fantasies. It was the women behind the phones who created a close-knit yet dysfunctional family that turned American Telnet into a multi-billion billion dollar company and revolutionized the sex industry. As fortunes grew, the founders were sailing lavish yachts fueled with wild drug parties and burning through cash by the minute, and the FBI was watching their every move. Wondery and Topic Studios' newest podcast, Operator, is the untold story of a company which dominated the phone sex industry until the money blinded them and it all came crashing down, down around them. Like I said, this will truly leave you guys on the edge of your seats. Every single episode is something new and interesting to listen to and you're just going to get sucked in and we'd love for you to check it out follow operator on apple podcasts amazon music or you can listen early and ad free by subscribing to wondery plus in apple podcasts or the wondery app this episode of FPS is brought to you by Manscaped. Dear Santa, all I want this holiday season is for my man to have smooth jingle balls. Thankfully, Manscaped has answered with the performance package 4.0, so I never have to find Santa's beard in my man's pants ever again. Ladies, this holiday season, get your man products that will leave him smelling fresh and you enjoying him down there with their all-new ultra-premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. It's time to give the man in your life the, the gift of beauty beautiful skin, hair, and balls this holiday season. Go to manscaped.com and use code SWINGERS for 20% off plus free shipping. I don't know about you guys, but I personally love when my man is groomed down there or when I'm playing with someone new and they are very well groomed and smelling amazing. It shows that they've really put in the effort. And even though Brian has all of the Manscaped products, if he didn't, I would absolutely be getting him them for Christmas this year because it's the perfect gift both for him and me. And like I said, you're going to get 
20% off when you go to manscaped.com and use the code SWINGERS at checkout. Oh, and free shipping, which is awesome. Especially during the holiday season, those shipping costs can really rack up. So make sure, again, you head to manscaped.com and use code SWINGERS at checkout. So this was an exciting experience for a plethora of different reasons, and I'm so excited to share details because I know that you have heard a lot of this, spoiler alert, in terms of the noises being made, but not the actual details. So I'm really excited to line up what you think happened with what actually happened. Well, the truth of the matter is we have had so many fucking insane experiences since then. I'm sitting here trying to determine exactly what it was that I heard and when and and replaying it in my mind because, yeah, you and I did not talk details. Although I guess I really didn't have to considering how it went down because for the first time in a long time, I was actually able to hear you with someone else. I was in another room. Yes. We have not done that in years. What made you decide you wanted to do that? I just thought it was interesting to to just step back a little bit. And we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week on the show, doing the things that we know make sense for us and that work for us. Now, there's absolutely something to be said for stepping outside of our comfort zones, which we've talked about a lot and will continue to. However, going back to, you know, quote unquote, your roots once in a while, when you know it's a home run, certainly isn't a bad idea. Yeah, you're saying going back to our roots, but I don't necessarily think that's 100% true because... This was a very random encounter, which everyone knows is not my MO. I like to meet people. I like to assess chemistry. I like to make sure everything is firing on all cylinders. Yeah, but from the standpoint of my being somewhat present. Sure. That was something we have not done in a long time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, this was kind of a mashup, I guess, because from that perspective, it was a replay. We have not done that in a long time and, and used to enjoy that. The other portion of it that is not the norm for you, particularly when it comes to the hot wife situation, is you not knowing who it is that you're going to be playing with. We've only done that a few times. And if you remember, it worked out really well. Yeah, it did. So let me paint this picture for you guys. We went to a club that evening. Yes. We met some friends there. We knew that we probably were not going to play at the club. Well, let me back up. This goes back to what I said earlier. Plan B. We were going to a club. We don't typically play at clubs. We don't typically enjoy that atmosphere. Let's be real. This club was a very much a couple for couple, heteronormative club. Not that there's anything wrong with that from a social perspective, but we know we're not typically going to play in that environment because of that. No, it's not our thing. So we went to the club for social reasons. We had a great time talking to people. Yeah, we hadn't seen our friends in a long time. But then we left and we were probably five minutes from our house. And you were like, by the way, when we get home, you need to get yourself ready. Get in some lingerie because I have someone coming over. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, well, let me listen. We got to say, I have to say, when I do this type of thing, there's a lot of vetting that goes on. I don't just do this blindly. And it's not easy Particularly because I know how you are. You get in your own head. I have to make sure that this is the perfect person. Yes. I I have to make sure of that. And, you know, it's worked out. Well, it's worked out a number of times in our past, certainly. But since we've been here twice now, spoiler alert. And here's why I think that is. One, you know me so well that you know all of the things that I'm going to be weird about and you eliminate them. But B, you know... I think better than I do even at this point, what's going to drive us afterwards, like the type of guy that I'm really going to just be fueled by so that when you and I reconnect, it is fucking explosive. Yeah, it's, yeah, I have that. I think I have the recipe for that at this point. I have really honed those skills. I have no doubt. Well, this was obvious that you had because, of course, I'm being all fucking weird. I'm like, who are, who is it? Who? Why? Why are we doing this? Asking all these questions. You're like, just trust me. Get yourself put together. You went and walked the dog so that I could get myself all put together. And the whole time, you know, I'm lotioning my body and I'm brushing my teeth and I'm putting on a piece of lingerie and I'm nervous. I'm fidgeting and I'm I am. I'm overthinking this whole thing. In fact, I thought at one point about coming out and telling you, like, I'm tired. Let's not do this tonight. Well, Oh, yeah, we have to mention we, you know, we had this thing set. I had it set for about 1130. I figured by the time we got to the club, you know, all the pleasantries were over. We got to see our friends. We weren't going to stay long. It would be busy by then. We'd have gotten the hell out of there. We were having a good time talking to our friends we haven't seen in a while. So 1130 became 12 and then it became 1230, which is the time that I had him meet us. 
Yes. So, so it was late. Yeah, we're about an hour behind. And I was tired. And I was going to use that as an excuse to not go through with this whole thing. Because let's be real. There's a lot of vulnerability in all this. Absolutely. But the, the other piece of this is, which is one of the reasons I, I, I did it, I wanted you to be comfortable. I was present. Yes. So I wasn't in the room. I was in an adjacent room, uh, a couple of rooms away. But I was present in, in our place. So I will set the stage for everyone. You tell me to come into our bedroom, put on some lights. I put on some kind of mood lighting that we have, a couple of different lamps that have very little light to them, so it just dims the room. It's very kind of sexy. One of them is this great amber lighting, and I'm sitting in a piece of lingerie on the bed just waiting for someone to walk in. I have no fucking idea who this person's going to be. I have no idea what he looks like. I hear him come in the door, and immediately my heart starts beating so fucking fast like it feels like it's going to jump right out of my chest you know i went outside and met him uh so he could find where we were we're pretty clandestine which is great and first of all i I recognized him right away by his picture dressed really well he smelled really good i was you know close enough to shake his hand obviously we chatted for a few minutes outside went back over some of the basic details that i wanted to make sure were covered Um, such as well once again i wanted to get close enough that i could smell him i told him Freshness is going to get you a long way. Shower ready, date ready. Got to be that guy. And he was. Good breath. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Spot on. Also, I wanted to go reiterate with him, you know, what type of play that you like, what is going to work and what isn't. And condoms, I assume. Condoms, absolutely. He wanted to make sure that he had some of his own. I told him we do have ours. I wanted to make sure he brought them just to make sure he was on point. So just some of the basics. And I was comfortable that he was who he portrayed himself to be when I was originally communicating with him. So we uh, came up and uh, I said, hey, she's in the room. Enjoy yourself. I'll be out here. I don't participate as I mentioned, but I'll be here. So, you know, have a good time. So he comes in the door. The door is kind of cracked and he opens the door and immediately I'm like, good fucking job, Brian. This guy You sound surprised. He is hot. He is so fucking hot. Yeah, you sound surprised. Like, I'm not going to just knock it out of the park. Well, I assumed that you would find someone I was attracted to, but this guy is like one of the more attractive guys I've seen in the Vegas area. Well, and, but- is it not lost on you that when I choose somebody, I know instinctively this is a guy she's going to be attracted to? Now, they're not always the same guy, no. but I know that you're going to be attracted to this guy. Whereas when you interact with some of these guys, you really do, and, and there's something, I think there's something endearing about it. You really do go out of your way to get to know people and to really enjoy their personality. To give them the benefit of the doubt, yes. even if it's not an immediate, like, yeah, if physical it's, attraction. Right. And a lot of times, it doesn't always work out because, as you just mentioned, this isn't somebody that you want to fuck your brains out a lot of times. It's somebody you like and you want to hang out with, but it's almost a lot of times like you're vetting friends. I'm vetting dudes for you to fuck. <laughs> that's what I do. No, and I think that's a really good point because I am so social that it's like, well, I want to like talking to these people and I want to like interacting with them, but at the same time, here Here's this random stranger who walks in who is fucking hot and immediately I'm like getting wet thinking I'm going to fuck this guy tonight. Well, this is a guy that if we were sitting at a bar, you'd be like, that guy's fucking hot. And you don't realize it. I don't know whether you realize it or not. When you and I are out and we play the who's hot game, I pay attention to who you think is hot because oddly enough, it's not the guy that you are trying to interact with online. No. It's never that fucking guy. I know. That's so fucking weird. I need to, I need to compartmentalize a little bit, I think. Yeah. It's, you're like... I think to myself, okay, she thinks this guy's hot. Well, the guy that she's talking to doesn't look anything fucking like this guy. Like, they're not even in the same fucking <laughs> sphere. What is she talking about? So I know when you say that to me that you have that visceral, I want to jump this guy's bones. I know that's organic. Well, it's let's, legitimate. Let's explain why that's important because I think I've had now two interactions with guys who are really fucking cool. Yes. I would totally be friends with them. I like them. One of whom I had sex with, which we'll probably talk about on a future episode. And the sex was fine, but it didn't result in this experience explosive reconnection between you and I versus this experience clearly did. So that's what I need to learn is sometimes it's just about the sex and sometimes it's about you and I having this ridiculously erotic experience as a result of that and not necessarily liking everyone so much that I want to be lifelong friends with them. Well, I think we need to to go back to when you were with the guy that you were not uber attracted to, a guy that if we were in a bar, you would not say, oh, that guy's fucking hot. That's not this guy. You went, had a great time with him. The date was great. 
slept with him, came home, and when you and I reconnected, we talked about a completely different scenario. We didn't even discuss what you had done that evening. Yeah. It just wasn't hot that's for you telling. and I. Yeah. That's all that's all you need to know. Yeah. All I need to know is that if we were out and that guy was at a bar, you would not go, Oh, that guy's fucking hot. I want to fuck that guy. <laughs> that's that's all I need to know. Yeah. So I'm learning. I'm I'm trying to figure out and like I said, compartmentalize some things. So anyway, this guy walks into the room, he's fucking hot. Like you said, totally the guy I would pick out at the bar and be like, I want to fuck that guy. He is now standing in my room and he closes the door and <laughs> of course, fucking awkward me. I have to make it awkward, even though he's not being awkward at all. No, very smooth. So I'm like, is this weird for you? <laughs> and he's like, No, not really. I'm yeah. like, Oh, have you done this before? He's like, I mean, yeah, I don't do it all the time, but I was excited to come meet you. Just so cool and calm. Yeah. He had this very calming energy to him. And so when I realized he was not uncomfortable, I was like, I can't let this weird energy exist there. I have to let it go and I just have to ride this out and go with the flow. And the second I did that, the whole thing fucking changed. All of a sudden, we are touching each other. We are kissing on each other. He's an amazing kisser. He stops to lick on my ear a little bit and kiss on my neck. And the one spot that I love being kissed on my neck. Yeah, how do you think he knows to do that? Yeah, I know. I was like, there's no way Brian didn't tell him this. Did it because- happen last night, by the way? Uh, I I don't think so. That's interesting because I told him to. Yeah. Well, this original guy, the the stranger definitely did. Okay. I'm going to refer to him as the, the stranger. stranger. Yeah. So he is kissing on that spot and it's driving me insane, sending shivers down my body. And of course, I tell him how good it feels and he whispers, I know, in my ear as he's doing it. I'm like, this is so fucking hot because immediately i'm like brian did this brian set this whole thing up brian told him to kiss me there yeah brian knew that this guy was going to get the upper hand if he did that and now i'm just like putty in this guy's hand well that's just it so when you talk to these guys you're not telling them stuff like that they're not getting those little details you you know you want to meet them and connect with them on a you know some kind of a cerebral level and that's all fine and good provided you're attracted to the person but there has to be a minimum of baser attraction there just has to be for this to be successful we're making out he's kissing me all over immediately i'm like i have to see this guy's cock because i know it's going to be fucking good I ask him if he'll take out his cock. He says, absolutely. He starts getting undressed. And once again, this guy is smooth, like you said. He's taking off his clothes, but it's not a frenzied thing. He's not throwing shit off and throwing it across the room. He is very slowly undressing himself, revealing this fucking amazing body. Oh my God, he had a great body. He's like muscular in all the right places, but not too muscular, kind of stocky. He looked very much like an athletic build, I'll say. And so he's removing his clothes and he very lastly takes off his boxer briefs to reveal this gorgeous fucking cock. Perfect size. Not too big, not too small. Total Goldilocks moment for me. I'm like, that perfect cock right there, right? And so I get down on my knees. He's standing still by the door and I start sucking his cock and I'm looking up at him and he's peering down at me. And once again, I have literally just met this man and he has the confidence to look directly into my eyes while I'm sucking his cock, which was fucking hot to me. Yeah. Once again, when I'm talking to somebody that I think is a potential hot wife candidate for us, for you, experiences has a lot to do with it. Now, that's not to say that he has to have been in 25 hot wife experiences, but I want to know that the guy's got a sexual IQ high enough to comprehend what it is that's going on here. Well, because also be so nervous that he can't pull it off. Well, right. Because also I'm in the other room. Now, I'm not in the room with you guys, but I am in the other room. So clearly he knows I can hear you. Yeah. You know, so that's it takes a level of confidence to do that. So I'm sucking this gorgeous cock, staring up at him. We're locking eyes. Immediately, there's this sexual energy flying back and forth between us, which, I mean, obviously, I have his cock in my mouth. So yeah, it's kind of hard There is to. some sexual energy just because of that alone, but there's more to it than that. I can tell we both want to fuck really bad. So I suck his cock for quite a while. I'm kind of sucking on his balls a little bit. I'm rubbing my hands up and down his amazing legs. And he tells me to get on all fours. And I, for a split second, I was fucking disappointed because I was like, he's going to fuck me from behind and he's not going to reciprocate oral, which we all know I don't fucking like. And I was so wrong. He got on his back and inched his way in between my legs as I'm on all fours. 
doors and started devouring my pussy. Literally devouring it. He put his entire mouth around my pussy. Well, I make it clear everything that needs to kind of go down during these interactions. And I don't, of course, choreograph the fucking thing. But, you know, are you someone who's orally fixated? You know, I go through the whole nine yards. I don't even need orally fixated. I need five minutes of solid oral. Well, I just need an answer. I just want to know what the answer is. Yeah. You know? So he is... <laughs> He's in between my legs at one point and he's, I mean, he's kind of a bigger guy. So I'm kind of almost riding his face at one point. I start on all fours, but then I kind of arch myself back and I'm basically sitting on his face and I'm peering down in between my legs and I can see his eyes. And he's once again staring up at me while he's devouring my pussy. And he's licking my clit. He's giving me all this amazing suction. He's licking the lips of my pussy, which is a great fucking move, by the way. If you guys aren't licking pussy lips, you need to start because there's all sorts of nerve endings yeah, down you're there. Missing out. It feels so good. I came probably within three or four minutes of him providing me with this oral, and I came hard. And I didn't want to like squirt on his face. I felt like I might have if I didn't kind of pull myself back a little bit because he, it's he's brand new guy to me. He's a complete stranger. Yeah, you've met him for all the five minutes at this point so i held back a little bit on that first orgasm but still amazing and so pretty quickly he's like i really want to fuck you and i was like i really want you to fuck me so he tells me to lay on my back he gets a condom he puts it on he gets on top and starts stretching me and i do mean stretching because even though i was soaking wet he's big and it definitely took a couple of very strategic thrusts for him to really get inside of me and for us to find a groove with each other but I kind of love that for everyone that's like oh Brent is such a size queen yeah I kind of am at this point and it's because of that initial stretch yeah listen it's, I don't think that's a, that's a fucking problem I mean who cares it feels so good also I, I can tell I'm outside you know I don't know how many feet away 50 feet whatever it is and I can tell just how fucking wet you are because I can hear it while he's pounding you oh my god so yeah he slowly just inches inside of me at first and I am literally gushing I'm not surprised at all that you can hear it because that's all you hear in the room is like gush and oh my god I start rubbing my hands up and down his back I can feel his muscles rippling while he's just pushing into me and he leans down and starts whispering things in my ear ear like telling me how good my pussy feels and that he, he's gonna give me this big cock and I'm like yes give it to me and he's fucking me and then as soon as we start getting a rhythm and he can tell how into it I am he starts straight up pounding me yeah I could hear it pounding I came so hard that first time while he was pounding me I lost it I mean my legs were shaking my arms were shaking I saw the stars it was so fucking amazing and he just kept going with it too that's the other thing sometimes people are very kind of thrown off by my my clenching that they stop and they don't keep thrusting I'm like no you're completely missing the point you should not be stopping you should continue you through this that's what makes it so good yeah provided you haven't forced them out of you yes yeah i mean that definitely happens but i'm saying if i haven't completely pushed you out of me you need to keep pounding yeah for sure oh god so he did (laughs) he made me come again very quickly and then he wanted to flip me over and this is so fucking hot so i'm up on all fours and he's like oh no no head down ass up he's like that's the only way you're going to be able to take all of this cock from behind and he's absolutely right i would not have been at the right angle on all fours with how big he was yeah you already know this you've learned from experience i would think so he kind of almost pushed my shoulders down which i found very sexy it was kind of an aggressive assertive move without being like a dick about it you know because once again this is a stranger right but he was good enough at reading the cues and i assume from you telling him kind of that i like a little bit more of an assertive man that he felt comfortable doing that and so i like that he kind of pushed my shoulders down i arch myself up put my ass as far up in the air as i can possibly get he gets on his feet and kind of squats down and enters me that way from behind so he is i mean clearly very athletic to be able to do that especially for as long as he did it right and he's grabbing me around the on my ass i tell him to spank me as he's thrusting into me those first couple of times so he spanks me a couple of times on each side and i'm like you can do a little better than that did you hear this spanking by the way i heard everything yeah absolutely (laughs) 
I'm like, you can do better than that. So he really wallops me a couple times on each cheek. So now my ass is all glowing. It feels all stingy, which I love. And then he goes back to just grabbing onto my ass and kind of up into my hips and is just thrusting into me, pounding me. I know that you heard that because there's no way you could yeah, have. Like I said, being able to hear everything really brought back you know, some of those times that we were, when we were back in Montana, some of the first few hot wife interactions where I was either in an adjacent room or in a doorway, I couldn't really see, but I could hear. And then I'd be in a, you know, in another bedroom or something. And yeah, it, it was really kind of exciting because we haven't done that in a long time. Yeah. Well, and th- that was another thing for me too is, I mean, I, I definitely got lost in it a few times with him, but there were multiple occasions during this play session that I thought to myself, Brian's listening right now. And I hope he's really fucking turned on by this. Yeah, because you're not used to that. I'm not usually around anymore. Yeah, and I like that. I like putting on a show. I know it's not your thing to be in the room. My preference would be for you to be in the fucking room because then I get to be like the porn star. But the fact that this was kind of like the best of both worlds, you weren't awkwardly sitting there watching, but you could still hear. And I knew that that was very erotic for me and it intensified the situation. Well, for me, it comes down to my experience with being that guy where there's a couple involved. You know, having someone in the room puts you on display And the last thing you want is to have this concern in the back of your mind that at any moment you're going to be instructed to, you know, or you're going to be choreographed in some way. That takes you right out of the moment. At least it does for me and it doesn't work for me. So I don't want to put anybody in that kind of situation. Yeah. Well, I think it was comfortable for him that you were there, but not there. And like I said, I, I found it very erotic, so I'd love to do it again. But anyway, he's thrusting me. I am coming over and over again. At one point, I'm like, there's no way people in this complex are not hearing. That's how loud I was. Oh, no, they absolutely were screaming towards the end of it because I mean it was painful too because he's big and he's just thrusting into me and i could hear you guys talking to some degree oh we were definitely dirty yeah. talking to each other it kept telling me like take that big cock and i'm like yes give it to me use that pussy just very dirty and once again with a stranger yeah. that's what was so cool is i think we were both just able to let go and and so yeah i'm dirty talking with him and he's pounding me and i'm coming over and over again the last time that i came i literally like collapsed and as soon as i collapsed he continued to fuck me a little bit from behind and then he came and it was so fucking hot because his body shook while he was coming and it was oh my god it was just nice it was like an electricity going from his body to mine and he came for a long time I mean his orgasm probably lasted a good two minutes and he's just very slowly kind of continuing to thrust inside of me still grabbing onto me kind of manhandling me in that moment while he's just coming and it was fucking hot oh my god yeah, and you guys hot. were in you were together for probably the better part of an hour 45 minutes to an hour and here's what's most impressive about that probably if we were together for 45 minutes which is i would i would estimate estimated at he was thrusting inside of me for 35 of those 45 minutes yeah that's what i was that's what i was getting to you guys were together for a while and it was mostly the sounds i could hear were you guys fucking so it was a it was a pretty healthy session in terms of how long you were together and it seems longer obviously because i'm sitting there listening to it so this is one of the hottest parts of it he kind of very slowly pulls himself out of me and he goes and sits on the edge of the bed and i go and sit next to him and I was like that was awesome thank you so much and he's like thank you and he grabs me around the back of the neck and brings me into him to just make out with him yet again and I thought that was it was very confident once again a complete stranger doing that I just found it so sexy that he was able to take the lead in that way and that you found a guy that you knew was going to be able to kind of dictate pace like that I also found it very sexy that he was willing to do that after sex because a lot of times especially when it's this kind of transactional thing. I don't necessarily love the random encounters for that reason. It feels so transactional. Like, well, now I came, so I just want to get away from you as quickly as humanly possible. That's not what happened. Well, one of the reasons that this guy was in the lead for the guys I wanted to, to vet for this He asked me multiple times during our correspondence, and I communicated with him for the better part of five or six days. 
was, are you okay with kissing? Are you sure that's okay? This is a guy who's been with couples and we know that there was couples exist that do not like kissing other people. It's like they're, that's their rule. You Which know? is fine. It's yeah, just not our okay. rule because I love to kiss. Well, and a guy like this who has, when he said that to me, I thought, okay, this is a guy who's just as in passion is just as important to him in that heat as anything because, you know, kissing someone is an intense, passionate thing. And he wanted to make sure that I was okay with that and that you were okay with that. And he asked me multiple times because I asked him the same question a few times over and over, depending on what that question was, just to make sure I got the same answer. But he asked me multiple times, is that going to be okay? Is she going to be into that? Is that okay with you? So yeah, he, I could see why he did that. It was fucking hot. And it was the perfect come down too, because like I said, a lot of times people are just like, okay, I came, I'm getting my clothes on, I'm running out the fucking door. The fact that he still took that time to connect with me and and make sure that it was a good experience for both of us and kind of a, a good ending and a good way to just come down from all of the sex. I really enjoyed that. And it was fucking hot because he is such a good kisser. And it was just, it was the little cherry on top of the amazing sex Sunday. Well, let's not forget, this guy is part of this scenario with us. So, you know, the idea, and, and look, I, I'm in, in a communication with a lot of couples these days. There are a lot of folks who just don't take into consideration that you are there just like they are for a level of enjoyment. And in my case, I have a partner who also needs to enjoy this this experience. Needs to benefit from it. Yeah. And so they don't really consider that. It's always me, 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 me. And they never take into consideration the single guy. Not never, but rarely do I run into those couples. I'll say that two out of... 20 thus far that I've been really communicating with or take have taken that into consideration. And those are the two that I'm currently communicating with. And that's a big deal. You know, you don't want a guy to feel like he doesn't belong there or feel like you're ushering him out the door and, well, you know, and thank you very thing. much. I, really, and, I wanted to make sure that the, that the end of our session was very friendly. So I went and got him a glass of water. Yeah. You came out completely disheveled. Yeah, I'm sure. I walked out. You're kind of sitting there. You're like, hey, I'm like, hey, just getting a glass of water really quick. I bring it back into him. My tits are still hanging out. You know, he drinks a glass of water. He starts getting dressed. He kisses me again on the cheek. He thanks me. And then we walk out. You shake his hand. I think, did you walk him out the door? Yeah, I walked him out. Yeah. So you walk him out. I'm I'm there. And you come back in within a couple of minutes. Yeah. And you and I literally run to the fucking bedroom. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. Those are the connections that I know are going to result in you and I having hot, fucking, sweaty, monkey sex. It and wasn't that's just what hot sex. This was a whole different level. Yeah, it, was, yeah, it becomes more aggressive and it becomes more vocal. And it just, it's, This was a true reclamation. That's yeah, what just this a, was. Yeah, just a taking back of what belongs to me kind of concept. You were manhandling me. You were spanking yeah. me. You were choosing choking me or slapping my tits you are face fucking me and all kind of fueled by the fact that you knew I was just with another man who yeah. fucked me so well I love that kind of competitive spirit in the hot wife world a lot of guys don't understand that that can be really hot if you allow it to erotic you know to be erotic rather than this weird jealousy thing well it, listen there's a lot of people we just talked about this last night there's some hang-ups that folks have particularly couples and now that we have been communicating with a lot more single guys and I have for sure listening to their horror stories and here in Vegas it's tough man this is a tough go for single dudes this is not a single guy friendly space it's very difficult for single dudes quality single guys get a fucking terrible rap here and I'm hearing it over and over and over which is great for us because and I've heard this from both of these guys in fact more than the two but our being respectful to them or my being respectful to them and having a partner who while I'm vetting them is being very, you know, gentlemanly and isn't, you know, berating them and taking their needs into consideration. That's not, I mean, a lot of them think that we're fake. The guy said, told you last night, he didn't believe we were real. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big fucking deal. That's a problem. Just because we're nice to them. That's not. Just because I was nice to the guy. That's kind of not okay. We need to do better. No, he really thought like, yeah, he really thought that this was phony until he finally, you know, showed up and met. It's really unfortunate. Anyway, the point is this was fucking hot. It was completely unexpected. It fueled you and I, unlike I think a hot wife interaction has in a very long time. And that was a learning lesson for me personally. I need to, we need to seek out the guys that I know I'm going to have this amazing sexual connection with and are going to fuck me like crazy, fuck my brains out so that you and I have the hottest sex ever afterwards because that's what it's all about. And I'm so thankful that you found this guy for me. You deserve 
deserve a huge pat on the back for this one because it was fucking phenomenal. And like you said, we'll have another similar, a little different, but similar concept to discuss that actually just happened last night. Yeah. And no less hot when you and I got back together again. The first thing you said to me when it was over is, okay, we need to get back and we need to fuck right away. Well, you had me come and pick you up from the from a place. We'll yes. explain it all. But I came to pick you up and you're like, do you want to come in and have a drink or some food? I'm like, fuck no. I want you to take me home and fuck me immediately. Yeah, that's see, that's what I'm talking about when it's stepping out too far outside of what we know works for us. Getting uncomfortable is okay once in a while and, and having these new experiences. We just learned that Friday. We'll talk about it at some point when we can figure out how. But that's the kind of experience that if we're going to step outside of our box, we need to have. And they're great experiences. Still does not even come close to the level of intensity that the right hot wife experience does. Fuck no. Oh, I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. It was so fun. So lots more Vegas fun to come. As mentioned, our kind of crazy Friday night experience is going to be divulged in some pretty good detail to our Patreon members on this week's bonus episode, along with hundreds of other hours of exclusive content. We, of course, also have our Telegram chat group. So if you're looking for some very supportive, like-minded new friends from across the world, we would love for you to jump on our Patreon community so you can get access to that. And we want to say thank you to the newest members of our Patreon community who this week week are Marianne, Javi Jav, Polly, and Mark and Mia. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board. And if you want to do the same, head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. I also have not told you this yet, but I think I officially have a time set to play specifically for OnlyFans. I think we're going to oh, see a new nice. face on my OnlyFans this week. So if you guys want to uh, join in on that fun, OnlyFans.com slash front porch swingers. You can also find us on social media media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FPS Pod Media. Make sure you check us out on YouTube at Front Porch Swingers. We're also brand new on TikTok at Front Porch Swingers, doing some fun stuff there. Brian's uh, still trying to wrap his head around TikTok to some degree, but that's uh, that's okay. It's a fun place to be, and I'm really enjoying putting up some content, so we'd love for you to follow us there. And like I said, we have a lot more to talk about because we've been very busy, and I will say this is uh, going to be coming out right before Thanksgiving, yeah. for Thanksgiving, we're actually going to a swingers club. We are. So, uh, Sushi and swinging. I'm That's sure what's we'll, happening. We'll, we'll have some stories to tell from that. If nothing else, the unconventional Thanksgiving we're going to have is a story in and of itself, I'm sure. Yeah, no doubt. Swinging and sushi, how can you go wrong? Yes. So stay tuned for lots more stories. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>